Hi all, welcome to episode 15 of the Leading Safely podcast. Today we're going to stick with the importance of people once again and look into the interesting topic of empathy. I understand empathy to be the ability to perceive and relate to the thoughts, emotions or experiences of others. I feel like those people who have high levels of empathy are skilled at understanding a situation from another person's perspective and reacting with compassion. For me, empathy in the context of the workplace simply means that your people are able to establish true, empathetic connections with one another that enhance relationships and performance. It's important to remember there is a difference between sympathy and empathy, and the two are often confused. Sympathy is typically defined by feelings of pity for another person, without really understanding what it's like to be in their situation. Empathy, on the other hand, refers to the capacity or ability to imagine oneself in the situation of another, experiencing their emotions, ideas, or opinions of that person. Empathy in the workplace is often more productive and supportive. So why do we need to be empathetic leaders? Firstly, it provides work-life balance. A report from Catalyst shows that when senior leaders are more empathetic, 86% of employees feel better able to maintain work-life balance. Only 60% of workers with with less empathetic bosses feel they can do this. Secondly, it supports diversity and inclusion. Executives should back up initiatives with strong empathetic leadership that makes people feel supported and safe. In the same study done by Catalyst, it was found that 62% of women with colour with empathetic leaders felt their life circumstances were respected. Because of this, they reported never or rarely thinking of leaving their organisation. This is in contrast to 33% women of colour who said they're thinking of leaving their job because their boss was less empathetic. Next, having empathetic leaders makes business more innovative. Research from Nielsen discovered having empathy leads to a higher likelihood of innovation and success than businesses without it. Their report actually showed that three out of four fast-moving consumer goods launches fail. The ones that did succeed were able to use cognitive empathy to understand their customers better. It also raises employee retention rates. According to Business Solver, 83% would consider leaving their current organisation for a similar role at a more empathetic organisation. Finally, having empathetic leaders increases outcomes. So Business Solver also found that 84% of CEOs believe empathy is the key to producing positive outcomes in business. Now, going back to the retention rate point, I obviously have had my fair share of really terrible and really great leaders. However, my most recent experience with a leader who lacked empathy was whilst I was working for an organisation in the Brizzy area. So funnily enough, this isn't a mindsight story for me, which is a little interesting because I think I set myself up to believe that people in the city are far more understanding of various life situations. I'm not sure why I thought that, but I must have because the scenario I'm about to tell you really angered me and it was the final straw that broke the camel's back for me with this organisation. Hopefully you will too understand why shortly. So this occurred right at the beginning of what would be the 2022's flooding disaster that occurred not so long ago. My husband was away at the time at an incident. 
Where I was working that day was about two hours from home and for the entire week I'd been working alongside a colleague of mine. I'd missed a call from my son's daycare. I returned the call to be told by the director of the daycare centre that the creek near the centre has gone over and is in within metres of the centre back fence. Plus, the power lines out the front of the centre have come down, so the SES have now ordered them to evacuate, which obviously means that all the children have to go home immediately. My heart is beating and I have to calm myself by saying there is no direct risk to my son at this point in time, but I know I need to go. I'm also dealing with the fact that it's already been raining for days and some areas of Brizzy and elsewhere had already been impacted by flooding. In fact, the creek two doors away from our house was rapidly rising as well. Remember, I'm home alone with a two-year-old in the evenings and it's starting to flood around me. So I speak to my colleague and I let him know what's happening. He understands he has two children of his own and I pack up and I leave immediately. En route, I phone our manager. I advise her of the natural emergency and the situation with daycare. And her response is this, and I quote, Once you're back, we'll need to sit down and have a conversation because you can't just up and leave in the middle of a session. I almost lost my stuff with her. I responded with, My son is not being sent home because he has nits or a runny nose. This is an actual safety critical situation, so I need to go. Needless to say, the conversation never actually happened and I ended up leaving the organisation with this exact scenario, the top of my list of reasons for leaving. The lack of empathy that was shown by my manager um, of this, you know, pretty big organisation, to me, was absolutely disgusting. There was no understanding, no putting herself in my shoes. While she doesn't have children, you 100% do not need to have children to be able to demonstrate empathy. Plus, this wasn't me skipping out on work. I wasn't just ducking out for a rendezvous or something like that. And I'm still shaking my head as I tell you this story months later. The other part of the story is, as a manager, you should definitely take the time to get to know the people you work with and who form part of your team. Find out why they come to work, who do they go home to, and show genuine interest and care in their life. My manager did not do this. Because if she had have shown just the slightest interest, I would have told her that my son took 13 years to make happen and we needed science to finally get there in the end. We tried four more back-to-back rounds after him to make another one and I couldn't. So he is our everything and I would give up that job and a thousand others. In fact, I would give up my life to ensure his safety. So for her to tell me I was going to be performance managed because I left to collect him during a natural emergency still blows me away today. So please, do take the time to get to know your team and understand their priorities. Right, so how do you not be like my former manager? How do you lead with empathy? First, listen like your life depends on it. Being in the same room with someone and observing them has always been a powerful way to recognise when someone is struggling. However, with the current work from home environment, it makes observing problems 10 times harder. This means that leaders must listen as if their life does depend on it. A few simple strategies can include being where your feet are, being in the here and the now and in the moment, and saying things like, tell me more when you have a coaching conversation. Next, Fulfill each team member's most basic work needs. One of the most popular strategies of highly empathetic leaders might surprise you. They get out ahead of someone's negative feelings. 
While this might sound counterintuitive, it actually demonstrates incredible empathy. By using creative methods to fulfill each team member's most basic work needs, it sets a precedent that says, I understand you. In the workplace, the most basic professional needs include, but aren't limited to, financial compensation for providing the essentials, having enough work to stay busy and engaged, creating a sense of belonging and community, and showing appreciation for work ethic and effort. Next, demonstrate an ability to help, especially when it's not convenient. Most good people are willing to help someone else when it comes from their excess. While this is great and certainly better than the alternative, helping a team member when it's not convenient demonstrates great empathy. Instead of talking about helping, you will be acting on it. I like to ask leaders, when was the last time that you did something for a team member that pleasantly surprised them? Just like any great Christmas present demonstrates your understanding of the other person, doing something that surprises a team member in a good way shows that you get them. Given we live in a COVID-19 world with evolving business and labour challenges, coupled with changing customer and employee needs, leadership empathy is no longer a nice to have. If you don't understand or you can't accommodate your employees, the basic reality is someone else will. So that brings us to the end of another episode. Hopefully you've taken away something from this episode about empathy and its importance in the leadership space. Don't forget, if you have a topic you would like discussed or feedback regarding the show, please feel free to comment on YouTube, reach out to me on LinkedIn, or shoot me an email to leadingsafely at outlook.com. Until next time, stay safe.